Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show here on WMAY. We're continuing our conversations with the three candidates running for the open seat in Springfield School Board Subdistrict 6, the seat being vacated by Judith Johnson. You heard from Erica Austin last half hour. Now Tom Schaefer joins us, well known to listeners of this radio station. He is once again running for the Springfield School Board and is here live with us this afternoon. Tom, thank you for taking the time. Great to talk to you. Appreciate it. Jim, it's a pleasure to speak to you again. It's been a while. It has been. Uh, you know, and again, uh, people know your name. They know your voice. They know a lot about you. But for anybody who doesn't, tell us a bit about your background and history and why you're running for the school board. Well, I'm a product of the district. I'm a product of the sub-district. When I walked the halls at Lamphere, I saw a football in the trophy case. It had my dad's name on it. So I went to Pleasant Hill, K-6. through I did 7 and 8 at Washington Middle School when they had the pool. It was a wonderful middle school, wood shop, metal shop, a, a year-round swimming pool. It was a joy. Then I was a half block over to the Lamphere side uh, down Milton Avenue of going to Southeast. In fact, we, we grew up in the same neighborhood, didn't we, Jim? We, we did, in fact. I, I attended a couple of those same schools, too. I laughed. I said, I grew up on the right side of the street. You grew up on the left side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great district. It's been a wonderful. You know, Pleasant Hill is now closed. St. Cabrini, the other end of Milton, the Catholic school is now closed. Yep. Wanless is closed over there in Grandview. I knew a lot of those children and uh, friends of mine, classmates. So, But we built a brand-new Enos. We built a brand-new Ridgely. And we built a brand-new Matheny Withrow. So we've been busy in the district. We also have a tax raise that's already passed the voters that's dedicated to buildings only. No salary increases. So we're going to have a big pot of money to work with and keep rebuilding our schools. It's going to be a good time for our district after this nightmare that we've just been through and are still going through. We're going to talk about that nightmare in just a moment here. I do have to ask, not your first rodeo. You've run for office before, including the school board before, other offices as well. Hasn't gone very well for you. What's going to be different this time? Well, this is an open seat. My previous campaigns were against deeply entrenched incumbents who were wonderful campaigners and already had a base of support. I ran against Judy Johnson four years ago, and she beat me fair and square. But Judy's put in her time. She says she's had enough. So now we're looking at an open seat. And I've gained a lot in my previous campaigns. I do great door-to-door. I'm a shoe leather candidate. I'm still able to pick them up and put them down door-to-door. So I've learned a lot. I've uh, built up a lot of support, Republicans and Democrats. And I think it's made me a better candidate. Let's talk about the pandemic. Uh, how would you assess how the district has handled uh, the pandemic and handled its uh, decision to go with fully remote learning and now to bring students back uh, so far through this, uh, this entire ordeal? When the pandemic hit, we didn't know that it was only going to be elderly and ill people and congregate settings. We thought it might even be children. We thought it might even be healthy people. Thank God it wasn't. We know more about the virus now. Uh, we had to close the schools. We couldn't risk 15,000 students uh, getting each other death- deathly ill, so we were stuck with the remote learning or no learning at all. I called it a Hail Mary pass. We had to go with remote learning, and it fell harder upon people that weren't used to the Internet, that weren't used to computer literacy, that had problems with connectivity. It fell harder on those people. In fact, I've heard that going door-to-door in my sub-district. These people have been struggling. These students have been struggling. So we have to work on a as safe as possible return to in-person learning. It's imperative for our district. Uh, 
It's not really accurate to say that young people don't get it or that healthy people don't get it or sometimes even suffer severe consequences from it. We've currently got 11 students in the district with active cases. We have more, uh, nearly 500 students who are in, quote, exclusion because they've been exposed to it. Uh, do you think those numbers are likely to go up when we bring students back four days a week starting next week? Is it a good idea to do that? Well, that's going to be the big question, and I believe that the – now they've changed the metrics for six feet of distancing down to three feet. For, have a, for uh, students, hey, just to clarify, for students and for teachers who are fully vaccinated, unvaccinated teachers still need to have six feet of distance. Well, we still have a lot of hurdles ahead of us. We still have a lot of, of bases to, to touch before we get back home on this deal. Now, we have the example of the private schools. They've been in, in session since August, and they haven't had big problems. And the fact the students that, that have the virus, they pass it or clear it in a couple of days. There's been very few people had to be hospitalized of, of youth and also very, very few that had to go on the dreaded ventilator. So we, we know a little bit more now, but we still have to be cautious. The vaccine is being rolled out. In fact, I get mine day after tomorrow. So we're making progress. We still have all summer to go. I was always pushing for a full return in August. I hope that's still on the table, and if I'm a member of the board, I will encourage my other board members to try to agree with that full return in August. We'll be miles ahead by then. What do you want to see school look like next year? Is it everybody back five days a week? Should there be still some remote component for students and families that want it? How should it be structured next year? We should have everybody back five days a week. It is not the time to put another iron in the fire and try to cobble together a continued remote learning. It's, it's just too much for a district to try to handle. Our school has always been textbooks, in person, with a good teacher. That's always been our model. To try after this horrible pandemic and this horrible remote and the difficulties that it's caused people, to try to, to cobble up a whole new way of teaching is just going to be too much for the district, and I think it would be poorly thought out to take on such a challenge at this time. First, we have to get back to school in person. We have to perfect that and work out all the bugs with that. Way down the future, we might look at remote, but that's way, way down in the future. Tom Schaefer is here with us. He is one of the three candidates for the open subdistrict seat, uh, subdistrict six seat, excuse me, for the Springfield School Board. Uh, what are your other priorities if you are elected to the school board? What else do you want to focus on? I want to focus on plain speaking and clear understanding. I've always been, I wish you could see this if this was a Zoom call. I have my three foot by three foot blown up diploma. This is the eyes on the prize for our students. It is a diploma. First, we have to look at what deficit has been put in their educational life because of remote learning. We have to find that deficit, and we have to fix it, no matter how serious or not serious it is, because these students still have a diploma coming. And under a Tom Schaefer board member, they will get a diploma. I'm going to work on dropping the truancy rate. I'm going to work on dropping the dropout rate, and I'm going to work on test scores. But my eyes on the prize is real simple. Diploma. Diploma, diploma. It's one thing to say that, but obviously we've had an achievement gap in the district from long before the pandemic began. We've had struggles in getting some students to the finish line for graduation. One thing we are going to have is billions of federal dollars coming into the state to help schools rebound from the pandemic. Uh, they're talking about things like maybe expanded summer school, maybe longer school days or longer school years. Should District 186 be looking at things like changing the school calendar, having 
working longer days or longer years to help students start to recover from what they missed out on? Absolutely. Those are the types of difficulties that we're going to have to hurdle. We're going to need a good school board that's pulling in the same direction that looks at all these metrics, summer school, repeating a year and not having that as a shame, uh, working with uh, the truancy, working with a lot of the different stuff that you just mentioned, because we don't know what the deficit is. But I'm not going to have it fall on the seniors or the juniors unfairly. I'm, they're going to come first if I'm on the school board. We're going to have to look at a lot of different options because we don't know yet until we get everybody in safely. Then we find out the deficit and the test score effect, which there is going to be an effect. In my district, going door to door, all I heard about was the difficulties of remote learning. I heard it over and over and over. And believe me, I'm convinced it's been too difficult. We've got a deficit now and the kids is learning, but they're still going to get a diploma. And I want to reassure them with Tom Schaefer on the board, we're going to find it and we're going to fix it. And you're going to have a good educational life towards a diploma. And that's a promise if I'm elected to this seat. You talked about the schools in your old stomping grounds that don't exist anymore, like Pleasant Hill and Wanless. How do you feel like Subdistrict 6 and the rest of the community uh, is being treated in terms of fair and equitable distribution of resources? Is everybody getting the same shake from the district? Do we need to do more to shore things up in some parts of town? We need to do much more. For example, Pleasant Hill, if you had a broken leg, you couldn't go to Pleasant Hill because there were no bathrooms on the first floor and there were no elevators. It was not accessible to the disabled. And they got a, a lot of years out of that school with that. With that. So we've passed, we've thrown that hurdle off. We are now have children on the autism spectrum disorder. We have children with disabilities. They are on, they will come first when I'm on the board because I have a soft heart for people that struggle mightily in this world. You and I might have been gifted academically. I was gifted physically as well, I, uh, athletically. The people that struggle deserve the best that this district has to offer, not the worst. And that's what will happen with the Tom Schaefer on the board. Now, you are a parent. Are, are, are you have any school-age children still? Do your kids go to District 186, or did they go to the district? Not only did my son graduate from Southeast with honors, my daughter graduated from Southeast with honors, I now have a three-year-old grandson, Hunter, and he's about to start in the district probably in about a year and a half with early learning. And I'm going to focus on his reading, which I'm starting right now, because I believe with a back-to-basics campaign of reading, 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 I found a study that I believe in. If you can't read proficiently by the third or fourth grade, you're four times more likely to drop out of high school. That's some of the metrics that I focus on. These are studies out of St. Louis, and I believe them. They, they face the same difficulties we have with minority learning, with test scores, with underfunded schools, and they have it much worse than us. And their studies, I believe in them. I've read them, and I believe in them. Congratulations, by the way, on being a grandpa. That's the best gig in the world, I'll tell you that. Uh, Tom, finally, joy. Before, it is a joy. Yeah, absolutely. Before I let you go, uh, your opponent, Erica Austin, obtained the endorsement of the Springfield Education Association. Is that an endorsement you sought or wanted? And what did, what did what's going to be your approach to teachers and other stakeholders in the district? Well, I sought the, the endorsement. They've never really endorsed anybody that's, uh, uh, let's say, Republican or right of center. But, however, a good school board, Jim, loves its teachers. And I will be happy. I will forget all about past grievances because I'm a forward-looking board member. I believe in keeping my eyes on the prize, and that is to work with the, for the best contract. They've had a tough go 
with this virus. I'm not going to criticize any previous decisions by the board, by the superintendent, by the teachers union. This was a one-off nightmare that we had no experience with. So I believe everybody did the best they could, including the students and the remote learning people and staff. I'm not going to criticize in something like this because it's unfair. Everybody did the best they could. You've mentioned a couple of times being right or right of center. It's officially a nonpartisan race, but how do you think that that political perspective will play out if you're on the school board? What what policies do you think would reflect uh, your your political leanings? Probably very few. The truth of the matter is, help as being a candidate is much different than than serving and governing and working with a team. I'm, I'm, I've always been a team player. My firefighter years. I had a wonderful team. We never left a house burning. We never left a person trapped in a car. We worked hard as a team because some of these, the challenges that our students face are monumental. And my job is to keep everybody on the team pulling in the same direction to try to overcome our current problems and to, to keep our, our students on path towards diploma. It's a very simple job that I have. Keep everybody pulling in the same direction as a team. Tom Schaefer, one of the three candidates in Subdistrict 6 for the Springfield School Board. If people want to learn more about your candidacy, how do they do so? Um, I don't have a website. I, I think in this day and age it's too difficult to try to keep it current. Um, I'd just like them to attend more board meetings and to talk to their student and to help their student read because reading is clearly is fundamental. If we could get our reading scores up, you'd see our graduation rates skyrocket. That's, what, that's my focus on this campaign. Election Day is next Tuesday, and early voting continues even as we speak. Tom Schaefer, thanks much for your time this afternoon. We appreciate it. Jim, it's been a pleasure. Take care, sir.